Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and thank you guys once again for joining the 980s podcast hosted by yours truly, Kevin Thompson, founder and CEO of 980s Capital Group. Thank you guys for joining us. As I always say, subscribe to the channel. As I always say, go and get my book, MLB to CFP, live on Apple Books. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can go to our website at www.9inningscapitalgroup.com. You can also email us at 9innings at 9icapgroup.com as well. If you want to listen to our podcast via the audio version, just go to uh, iTunes or SoundCloud and type in 9innings capital group there. Or go to our YouTube channel, look at the, like you are right now, go to our YouTube channel and type in 9innings capital group podcast and you'll be able to look at our our video versions of the the podcast thank you guys for this so i hope that's everything we got everything out of the way today we're talking to you about something that's going to be a little bit different than normal we usually come to you with hard economic facts and topics today's gonna be a little bit different today we're gonna we went to the search engine went to the google right and we said you know what what are some of the top five search financial topics out there and that's what we did today typed in the, the top five of uh, the, the top Google queries out there. And that's what we're going to talk to you about today. So we're talking about the top five Google queries out on social, on the online uh, Google. And we're going to talk to you about those questions today and get those questions answered for you. So stay tuned and let's get it. Again, we're talking about the top five Google queries on Google, on uh, the internet. And today we're going to start with number five. Should I pay off my credit card or save? Well, that's a great, great question. It's all dependent on your balance sheet, of course. It's all dependent on your financial situation. But in general, how credit cards work, based on a credit score, and they're going to give you a higher interest rate if if your credit score is very, very low. So if you have additional savings and you are basically paying a high interest rate on those dollars in your credit card, it may make sense for you to go ahead and pay off that 7, 10, 15, 20% credit card interest rate today because you will not get 20, 25% on wherever your cash is sitting at currently unless you're in some kind of wild investment However, those credit card companies charging 15, 20, 25%, that's a hard bogey to, to outrun. So it usually makes more sense to pay those credit cards off. And once you pay those credit cards off, then you can up your savings. And then if you get into another emergency situation, what most people typically do is they go back onto their credit cards. In general, right now, before the financial crisis happened, Back in early 2000, it was said that you need to have about three months of liquidity on your balance sheet, three months of emergency savings. When the uh, financial crisis happened, it it turned to six months. Now we're in the pandemic. Now we're saying nine to 12 months of liquidity on your balance sheet at all times in the form of regular cash savings to offset any type of crisis that may come up for your family or for yourself individually. It's very important to have that emergency savings on your balance sheet just to offset 
what we're talking about here, credit card, interest payments. I can't guarantee you eight to 10 to 12 to 15%, but the credit card company, Visa's MasterCard Discover, they can get their 12%, 15%, 20% from you all day long. So it's important to make sure that we can pay those credit cards off as soon as we possibly can, not to have that over our head. So number five, credit cards are safe. We say pay them off. We say pay them off as soon as possible. That increases your credit score. Ultimately, you higher the credit score, the higher the credit limits. And of course, when you get into a, a, a disasterly or, or a significant um, situation where you need to go on the credit card, the money is there for you. Number four, how can I pay for college without going broke? Here's one for you. You can't. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding with you. The reality is college costs have been outweighing uh, uh, wages and inflation for a long, long time. So to, to pay for college without going broke depends on your balance sheet, like I always say. If you have any questions, contact us at 980s Capital Group. We can walk through your balance sheet and walk you through on how to pay for college the most efficient way. But for most individuals, just doing a regular savings to a 529 or something to that effect may be the best opportunity there. For most people, Go, maybe not going to college, maybe going to uh, community college for two years to offset some of that cost may be the best opportunity there. So it just depends on your current situation. All I can say is college cost, the cost of college has outweighed not only wages, but inflation and all different other aspects of price increases for a long time. So it's been very difficult for people to pay for college without going broke. I've seen clients in the past who decided to forego their own personal lives to pay for their kids' schooling. I'm not for or against that. My job is just to educate you on why that may or may not be the best interest for you. Number three, how much house can I afford? We always say there's a debt to income ratio when you buy a home, right? Uh, a realtor, real estate, a real estate agent may try to sell you a, a larger house than you can possibly afford based on the numbers that they currently have. We say 15 to 20% of your gross income should be going towards your house and not, not a penny more. So if you make $100,000 a year, 15% of that gross income, your house should not make up more than that 15%. On average, you're seeing Americans, especially 35 to 40% of their gross income going towards their house every single year. Why? Because you have been ingrained, you have been taught that your house is an investment. No, your house is not an investment. Your house is a place where you live. If, it's your, if your house is an investment, you're going to stay in there for one or two years and get out of it and sell it for a higher price. But I, like I've said on my on podcast previously, if you live in your house for a 15-year, 20-year period, you're not breaking even. You're losing money. All of the maintenance, all of the cost, all of the upgrade, all the taxes, all those things you put into your house basically give you a negative rate of return on your house over a longer period of time. They say on average you get about 4% on your on rate of return on your house. Yeah, after a long period of time, 4%, which is going to be not net of anything, not net of your cost. If you're just talking about what you buy the house for and what you sell the house for in the future, 4% may be that number. But in reality, that number is much, much lower when you start factoring in all of the additional cost. So five, credit card or save. Four, college 
or go broke. Three, how much housing you can, can you afford? We say 15% there. Two, how to invest in stocks. There's a ton of companies out there, ton of online brokers you could use in regards to getting no cost trading. Now, there's always a, 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 another side of that. Nothing in this life is free. So understand that when you're not paying for, not paying a commission on a trade, you're not getting that trade necessarily for free. Just because you're saying, oh, I got a zero, zero cost trade on stock XYZ, doesn't necessarily mean it didn't cost you anything because what do we know now? Payment for order flow. What do we know now? There's market makers that are, that are buying and selling and putting you in different markets to get a cut of that spread. So you're not trading for free, although you didn't be, you weren't charged on the front end. You may have thought you bought that stock for 30. Yeah, I put that stock limit trade in for 30. Hey, by the way, your fill was for 30, 30 and, 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 and 0 0.002, whatever. Those pennies matter. Think about all the pennies that, that, that someone can, can pick up off of trades when you do hundreds of thousands of trades a day. It matters. So there's a bunch of online brokers that give you zero cost trading, of course. They're, all, they're full service providers like my company that we're going to charge you commissions for this. And I'm not saying we're going to get you a better fill or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. But there's full service brokers out there that, that charge you commissions. There's, there's uh, online brokers out there that won't charge you commissions. So how do you invest in stocks? You open up an account at one of these broker dealers. You open up an account. You go in. You put your money in the account via your bank. And you buy your favorite stock. It's that simple. You go into the app on your phone. You say, I want to buy stock XYZ. I want to buy 10 shares of it. Boom. How to invest in stocks is pretty simple. And a lot, and a lot of times they have a lot of education on those websites, on those online uh, brokers for you guys to, uh, to buy and sell your stocks. They'll, they'll walk you through it. And finally, the, the number one question online, and I guess it's, it's obvious, how can I get rich online? <laughs> well, life is all about the get rich quick scheme, right? I don't do this show, I don't do this, this right here for money. I do this for an opportunity to educate, empower, and engage not only my client base, but other people that actually want to uh, come talk to me about finance. So getting rich online is not about actually making money. What you're starting to notice is that when people want to have access to individuals online, it starts with an idea. If you go into this business with an idea of wanting to get rich, then you've already lost. If you think about the dollar figure, you've already lost. You have to have an idea of what am I passionate about? What gets me up in the morning? So you have that passion. That passion allows you to, to educate followers, to educate people, to get in a group of individuals that, that want to be educated and want to follow your idea. And then those individuals ultimately want to use your services. And that's how it basically has that snowball effect on one equals two equals five equals 20 equals 100 equals 1,000 equals a million followers. And those followers want to use your services. So it's a lot of work. There's no such thing as getting rich quick. Yeah, there's been a, some, some, some quote unquote esoteric investments out there that people got rich quick on, but I will guarantee you this, more people lost money than the people that made money. 
So there's no such thing as how can I get rich quick, but yes, you can make money online. You just have to do it the right way. And it all starts with one thing, an idea, a passionate idea. And my idea is to give my audience the ability and access to education and financial information, to educate, empower, engage. So those are our top five queries of Google. We started with paying off credit card debt or save. The next one was uh, paying for college without going broke. How much house can I afford? How to invest in stocks and how to get rich online. Those are the five top topics on Google searches for finance right now. Again, as you know, we are here to do what? Educate, empower, and engage. And thank you guys for the engagement today. My name is Kevin Thompson, founder and CEO of 90s Capital Group. As I said, go to our website, www.90scapitalgroup.com. If you have any questions, you can go to our YouTube station here. At, go to YouTube and type in 90s Capital Group to listen to our podcast. Go to, go to um, you can email us at 90s at 9icapgroup.com as well. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, go to my Facebook page, 90s Capital Group. Ask us questions there as well. We are a dearth of information. We want to make sure that we are here for you guys. Please don't hesitate to reach out. Stay humble and stay safe.